Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there. I want to say a big shout out to all my local, national, and international listeners. I want to thank you every week for tuning into the Transformation for Success show. Today, I am so excited, and I want to share this with you, all of you who are uh, listening to the show, that we welcome your feedback, questions, and comments each week about the programs. I really appreciate that. And I wanted to also put this out there if some of you know someone who has a compelling story of transformation that they would like to share, as well as their strategies for success, they can contact me at info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, I'm so excited because this show today concludes our Financial Wellness Month. We have had great guests who have shared their nuggets and their transformational stories as it relates to money and money management. <laughs> so remember, you can go to iTunes, Roku, Stitcher, and the voiceamerica.com website and download the shows on the Voice America Empowerment and Business Channels because we are syndicated. And I am excited today because we have the high-performance money expert who's going to share all of her tidbits and share her absolute fantastic story with us today. So, I want to welcome my guest in the studio, Miss Nicole Henry. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Dr. Barbara Young. How are you? Fantastic. And I want to welcome you to the Transformation for Success show. And Nicole, I want to share that with the listeners. I was so impressed with you when I heard your incredible story and how you are now the high-performance money expert. And you've helped many individuals uh, transform what you call their money energy by helping them to take control of their emotional cycles and turn fear into faith. Now, take Nicole, take me back to when your son was diagnosed with an illness and you and your husband ended up with $100,000 of hospital debt. Oh my gosh. So we were first time parents and we were born with a child that had SPIES, food protein induced intercolitis. Pretty much it's a label stating we don't know what's wrong with him. He's just going to reject all foods. And so we were in and out of the hospital. Um, each allergist we went to was a thousand dollars an appointment and it was just so overwhelming. It was so um, heartbreaking just to number one, see him suffering, but the number two, to have that financial burden. Um, luckily, though, we were able to overcome that, overcome uh, all of his food allergies, everything that he needed. But when we came back home from all that and the bills started rolling in, our marriage was falling apart. We didn't know what to do. We all know what that's like when you have one thing that can just destroy your whole financial situation. We just kind of lived paycheck to paycheck. We didn't know what to do next. And once we started to really dive into learning about money mindset, learning about money energy, literally within three months, we were able to pay off everything. Now, how did you um, find out about 
money mindset? Were you reading books? Were you searching uh, out there? How did you how did you come to have knowledge about a money mindset? Well, it was quite interesting. Uh, me and my husband, we were in marriage counseling, trying to fix everything, and it just wasn't working for us. We didn't know what to do, and a friend actually invited us to a seminar, and there was a speaker there that started talking about, you know, money energy, how you can attract, kind of the law of attraction type stuff, and the second we started diving into just that world of the law of attraction, money, energy, uh, making goals, just thinking differently, like higher level people, I would say, I couldn't tell you one source. It was just diving in with the people that were learning it, diving into the areas and the space where people were learning it. And so I couldn't tell you where it first started. I would say Mm -hmm. probably that seminar though. What did you, uh, does everyone uh, have a, what we call a money mindset block? Absolutely. I believe that everybody has a money mindset block, whether what level that is, it's going to differ. You know, some people are just, I'm trying to pay my bills. I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to survive. But even as, you know, multiple people uh, could probably relate to this, even as you make six figures, even people that multimillionaires that I've talked to, there's always a different level. I always call it new level, new devil. So mm-hmm. it might not be the exact same issue, but there's always that next stretch of money energy and that money block that we have that we have to work through. Well, what, uh, one of my questions is that you were able to clear up thousands of dollars of debt in how many months? In three months. Listen, Nicole, you got to tell the folks how you cleared up $100,000 worth of hospital debt in three months. <laughs> So I love this question. This this is awesome. So people always think it's overly complicated. That money energy is. Uh, I will say it doesn't. It's not. I I don't believe everything is manifested to us. I believe in the power of manifestation, but I also believe in the law of action. You have to take action towards things, and a lot of times that takes risks. That takes doing things that are scary. And so where we started was actually with vision boards. Uh, We put Mm -hmm. on our vision board that we wanted to make $5,000 a month. That was all we wanted to make because at that (laughs) time we were maybe making two to $3,000 a month. So we started with vision boards and we started with what I learned as black journaling. So every day we would write negative stuff about money. I'm frustrated at money because I'm uh, overwhelmed with money because And we would just brain dump all of the negative thoughts about money and get it out. And then we would empower ourselves with our vision board. And literally, that's where it started. Within a month, my husband ended up getting a job opportunity where he was able to start his own business. But here was the risk. We had to sell everything. We had to move to Vegas. We had to uplift and uproot our whole entire family. And that's why I always tell people, you can manifest all you want. You can have opportunities fly to you, but if you're not taking action and you're not okay taking those scary risks because you don't know what's on the other side, it's that leap of faith, you don't know what's going to come to you. And within that time, we were able to triple our income and I even was able to start a business and I was making lots of money and we just started pounding away at that debt. That's really interesting um, because one of the things uh, that as you're talk as you're talking about uprooting and taking that leap of faith and how many people have you counseled that maybe 
they miss that opportunity? Or do you believe that if people miss that opportunity, they get a second chance? Because you guys, what would have happened had you not uprooted and moved to Vegas? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, absolutely. I think about that all the time. I'm like, our lives would be so different. And I think that people miss opportunities all the time. I even think in the past, we missed opportunities. And I always tell people there's always a second, a third, a fourth chance. I really believe that the universe or God or whatever people believe in realigns and adjusts everything just for the information that we need at that time. We may not be ready and we might be fearful and there might be that one more lesson that we needed to learn before we were able to jump. But I say, I look back and I could think, Oh my gosh, I wish we would have started this. Like when, you know, beforehand when we actually had money and we were just blowing it on going on dates all the time and eating out and, and we didn't know what to do with our money. And I think that's the problem is so many people don't know what to do, don't know how to manage their money because it's not, we're not really trained. You know, we're trained how to budget, but I don't believe in budgets. I don't believe that we take our money and spend it down to zero. I believe in spending plans where we create a list of things we want and we say, awesome, how much do we have to create now to have the life we want to live? So you're talking about being a futuristic in terms of how you want to live your life, how much you're going, how much you want to earn. So you create a mindset. One of the things that I was intrigued about this, <clears throat> because I know we've talked a lot on this show this month about financial principles and money and the love of money. And we've heard this from the Bible, the love of money is the root of all evil. But it's it's not an evil, it's the love of it. And so mm-hmm. does everyone that, you know, in your opinion, have money mindset blocks? Absolutely. I think that everybody has a level of a block, even me. Like, I'm not perfect, even though I teach it all the time. There's always that next level. There's always that. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, and especially women. And there's always the blocks. We have the the physical blocks, things that could come in. Our children getting sick. You're going after that goal that you want, and it's like, I could be on this radio show right now and, it, you know, it, I could have my child go break his arm. That's going to be a physical block that's going to want to distract me. Then we have our mental blocks, the anxiety of maybe I'm needing to make that next big investment to actually move forward, but I don't know where I'm getting that money from. And so there's that mental block. And then we also have those social blocks where maybe my husband's a block. Maybe my husband's like, no, we're not doing that. No, there's no way. And so there's always these things that creep in and try to stop us. And no matter what level you're at, it's just a new, I always tell people, if you can't handle sabotage on a small level, you're not going to be able to handle sabotage when you're making multiple six figures and multiple millions, because it's just bigger problems but you 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 start to train your brain your brain that I'm willing to take risks and I'm willing to step into that faith so that I can create the money that I need to create to change the lives I need to change whether that's your family whether you own a business and you're trying to put something out there and so I believe everybody has money blocks and it's something that I still to this day always reach to the next level to try to figure out. Tell me this, um, being that you're a couple, um, did you have challenges with your husband uh, being in agreement 
or or vice versa, you, because it, it takes the two of you working together. Did you have challenges? Because well, the reason why I'm asking that, because you both come from different backgrounds, I'm assuming. And when we talk about money mindset and energies, you come from two different uh, maybe mindsets as it relates to money. So did that become an issue and you guys had to resolve it? And if you did, how did you do it? Absolutely. I remember uh, my husband would get paid. I would pay the bills. And the next day he'd be like, I want to buy this thing. And I'd be like, we don't have any money. And he'd be like, what do you mean we don't have any money? I just (laughs) got paid. And that was like our fight. And so as I started to step into this, and I tell this to everybody, as you start to step into your personal power, I call it being independently united. You have to show up first. You have to step up. And I was kind of the one that stepped up first in our family. Well, what started to happen is, is that creates an energetic shift. I'm kind of at a different energetic level. So what would happen is, is my husband would say, you're starting to act different. You don't care about me. Like things are changing because he could feel the shift, but he didn't know what it was. And so how I handled it is we call it holding the line in our house. Uh, right now, thankfully, we're both on the same page as far as money goes because I, he's seen the results that I've been able to create. So then he stepped into it and he was able to create the same results. But it took a while. I'd say it took a good year to two years for him to fully start to shift, which means that took a, about a year or two of me having to hold the line and say, I'm not talking negative about money. I'm not saying that we can't afford it. I'm not even putting negative thoughts about money in my mind, and I'm not going to engage in that conversation. So I will talk in solution mode with you, and I will help you with whatever that you need help with, but I'm not willing to sacrifice my independence around money and my money energy and what I'm feeding my brain. And so I think that's the hardest part, especially... um, as a as a man, it's hard because you're the breadwinner, uh-huh. so you're worrying about everybody and and feeding the family. As a woman, you're worrying about making everybody mad, and I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And you're the nurturer, and so I had to step into that independence that I have and that womanly power that I'm the creator, and I can really change my family's financial independence. If I hold the line and understand that, probably what my husband's saying to me isn't really truly what he means. It's his subconscious trying to protect him. Okay. You know, this is interesting because, as you know, and I'm sure you've done research on this, that most of the divorces in the United States are because of financial issues and differences between the couples. Absolutely. So, uh, in, in, in essence, you were able to walk in your own power at your personal power and hold the line. What would you say to women out there that may have this challenge right now? What would you suggest they do? Because it can be threatening, uh, Nicole, to some men who are maybe making more money than the wife. Was he making more money than you in, the sen- in that yeah, sense? He, he's, yeah, he's always made more money than me. He's okay. been really good. Like, okay. he... All- all he does is vision boards and black journaling, and somehow he always soars. <laughs> and like men, just when they decide to step, it's that's their job, and they step up massively. But what's awesome is is the biggest suggestion I would give women is you do it with love, but you hold boundaries. And I think women think that they can't hold boundaries with their men in in the 
in their own personal power. And so I'm never mean or demeaning and say, you know, you're not allowed to have feelings. You're not allowed to be scared about money. You're not allowed. But I would say my biggest suggestion is talk in solution mode and talk about facts. Because we've all been there where it's like, well, I want to buy this. Well, we can't because we can't pay our bills and we can't do this and we can't do that. Right, and right. Where, are we, where is it going to come from? And mm-hmm. so I always tell people, say, this is my ideas. This is how I'm going to go create the money. What's your suggestion? How, how, how can you contribute? And, and you can even say, I'm going to block journal. I'm going to look at my vision board. And it's going to sound so crazy at first, but eventually that new habit will start to shift. And I'm telling you, when, the, when parents can shift, when a marriage can shift around money, it changes everything because my thing is is we all have inspiration and we're all we all get these downloads of what we're supposed to do but here's the thing of really truly stepping into like into faith you still do it even if there's a price tag to it you still do it no matter what financial turmoil is around you so if i can help people energetically unhook from the emotions around money the whole way they live their life is completely different well, I think that's a noble, and actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, and about uh, this is your idea. It's not really uh, being so forceful with your mate, but being, and I love it when you say the ideal with love, to approach him with love. Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back, because I want you to talk a little bit more about the block journaling. I know many people are familiar with uh, vision boards, but let's talk about block journaling when we come back, okay? Awesome. And thank you, listeners. We're going to be right back with my guest today, Miss Nicole Henry. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Show and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at one 888 346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. 
Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Dr. Young, and I'm with my high-performance money energy expert today, Miss Nicole Henry. I am so glad, Nicole, that you're on the show today because you are helping a lot of individuals transform their money energy just by uh, having them understand the process. And this has been so good about block journaling, all the negative things that you think about money. So I wanted to share a little bit about that and then empowering yourself with vision board. And now I want to talk about uh, the block journey, uh, journaling as a couple and block journaling uh, if you counsel single women and how is their reaction to determining their money energy. Awesome. So I always tell people uh, black journaling is something that you should always do by yourself. Um, Now, here's the thing. My husband will always tell me, thanks for giving me something to journal about today. Um, But I never want to read his black journal. I never want to read the things negative that he's writing. uh, Because I always tell people, if you want to create more money, write about money and write about people. Because those are the two things that are stopping you from creating the money that you need to manifest or create in your life. And so as we are writing, I'm frustrated with money or I'm frustrated with my husband, whatever that looks like, uh, we never want to just leave that out. We never just want it. We don't want to put our tar into somebody else's mind. And so what we like to do is together we could go outside and burn it on the barbecue or we could rip it up or whatever that looks like. But I always Mm -hmm. like to tell people that are afraid of black journaling because they think, well, then... Am I not just putting that out there? Am I not putting that ne- those negative thoughts out there? And I always tell people it's the intention that you're brain dumping. You're brain dumping the thoughts that are really truly inside of you that you're afraid to talk about. And it actually sets you up better for success to be able to have money conversations with your spouse, with your kids, with your business partner, whatever that looks like, because you've gotten all of the junk out and now you have more um, downloads coming to you where you can have uh, what I would say uh, a good conversation. Okay. Uh, What do you advise women who are single? Because one of the, you know, I talked a little bit with you on break about uh, single women and maybe who are thinking of uh, marrying and should a discussion be held before marriage about a money mindset and do you have mindset blocks and how do you counsel uh, individual women who might be single and they need to have this information? Absolutely. I would say you should be talking to every guy uh, (laughs) that you are going to marry, every date that you have. And I'm not saying they have to have perfect money energy, but it's funny because me and my husband were having this talk just yesterday. And he said, I mean, if one of us passed away and we got remarried, people would probably think we're crazy. The things we do, we've luckily been able to grow together learning this information. But honestly, one of the things I stated is I I literally would require, I'm going to train you on your money energy or I'm going to find you someone to train you on your money energy because it is something that our children are not taught in school. It is something that as a society, we are just taught that uh, that money is horrible, money is evil, all of these things that we were talking about beforehand. And so for me, absolutely, you should know everything. Money and sex should be something that is talked about. Uh, you should know everything about them, about their debt. You should know about how much money they're making. Nothing should be hidden if it's the person that you're going to be creating a life with. Well, you know, one of the things that I do advocate, uh, and I shared this on my Facebook Live before the show, 
is what you believe about money determines all the results you have in your life about money. Because a belief Mm -hmm. is just a thought in your head. You keep on thinking so much that you believe it's true. And you're absolutely right. So uh, one of the things, too, uh, and and I have to share in this country, we don't have the uh, training. Uh, Many of us and I did a financial health wellness seminar for women not too long ago. And we started talking about what were your, your, uh, your indications or your first experiences with money within your family? What were your parents saying about money? Because that then goes into your mindset. My mother would say, money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> to me, you know, when we'd ask about money. So it was a mystery. But I never knew how the lights were, you know, if the gas, the lights were on and how they were paid. I had not a clue uh, in how to manage money. Now, I'm going to ask the question, do you believe that there are some people who have an innate ability uh, about money in terms of how to make money, how to grow, how to actually acquire wealth? Absolutely. I think that we all have the answers that we need um, if we actually open up and listen. And I love how you bring up the aspect of kids because our money mindset is created from the ages of zero to nine unless a traumatic event has happened like bankruptcy or something like that where you have a fear of losing all your money. So we usually get this uh, I usually at seminars, I'll do this example where everybody will hold a dollar and then they have to try to steal money from the other person. And I always think if you were in that situation, what is your innate feeling of, do I want to hoard all the money and keep it because I'm afraid? Or do I want to, um, do I believe in the give and receive of money? Because money is just like a river. You either step into the flow or you, you block the flow. You step out of that river. And I always tell people it is very, very simple to create money. And that belief right there, I already know, is triggering everybody to be like, that is so not possible. There is no way. And it's like when I'm training business owners, I'm like, it's just as easy to sell a $97 package as it is to sell a $20,000 package. It's uh-huh. just a matter of the blocks that are surrounded in your head as a child. You know, some people uh, use used to say when I was a kid, rich people are greedy, rich people are selfish, rich. And to me, the more that I have met multimillionaires, I'm like, rich people are the most giving people. Rich they people are. are people that, yes, they change the world. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think there was a few years ago when we looked at a survey in the United States of the giving of wealth and to the foundations and nonprofits, uh, it was amazing how many, and I don't think we highlight that enough, that there are people in this country who have money, who do give. And they have learned the principle of sowing and reaping, what I call what the benefits package says to us, that if you give, it shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over with good measure will men put into your bosom. That's what the good book says. And it also, for me, personally, and I'm sure you as well, giving, because when you give unconditionally, it comes back to you. I mean, it's it's the whole, <laughs> and so I think the common mistake is I mean, people think I I, I got to hoard this money, I got to save it, I have to hoard it, and sometimes you will have an unction within you that says give to this foundation, give. We have so many children in this country, so much people that are homeless, so that 
there are opportunities to give in many, many ways. So anyway, I didn't want to get on my soapbox and preach when we start talking about money because it resonates with me. Um, how do you define someone who has that positive mindset and what would you say are so the indicators of a person that has a positive mindset? Are they givers? Well, I, I think the people that have a positive mindset, number one, they're going to be an optimist about money. They're going to look at the situation and instead of thinking, oh my gosh, money's, I get money and it's always leaving me. They're thinking I get money and I get to move money. I get to, because uh, money really just makes you more of who you are. It doesn't make you who you are. It makes you more of who you already are. If you are greedy, you'll be more greedy. If you're giving, <laughs> you're going to be more giving. And so I would say people with a positive mindset, number one, they don't let other people's thoughts about them bother them because we do things in my family so different that people look at us like we are crazy. But here's the thing. I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to have a miserable marriage. I don't want my kids to be trained that they have to sit down and be quiet all of the time. That's not what I want for my family. I want my family to, to really soar. And so I'd say that people that have a really good mindset, you'll notice they live differently. They are optimists and they really do teach. They teach other people how to do it because once you realize how easy and your brain can click and say, wow, money really is easy. I just have to, number one, learn how do I manifest it? And number two, start taking actions towards it so it can come a lot quick, a lot more quickly. And so I would say, those are probably the, the, the indicators that I see in people that have really good money mindset. Well, you know, some what we've looked at, uh, in my experiences, are people who grew up without uh, money. And they can go two ways. They either become very stingy or they become uh, spendthrifts. And <clears throat> I want to know, what was your defining moment, Nicole, that you decided uh, you were so passionate about this and you wanted to really get into coaching people and helping people with a mindset, a positive mindset towards energy? For me, it's a thing that just kind of happened. My defining moment of money energy was the fact that when my marriage was falling apart, my child was sick, all of these bills were coming in, and I was like, I refuse. I refuse to to live this way. I refuse to let my marriage suffer over a tangible thing, something that grows on trees. I'm not letting my marriage get destroyed and my family get torn apart because of a piece of paper. And so for me, as I shifted and I changed and people saw my journey, people started asking questions. And as people Uh started asking questions, it just became this gift where I had to share because people are like going through the same things. And so for me, I would say, I don't know where my passion to teach people were, like came from, I will say, but my why behind it is because uh-huh. I refuse for children to grow up with horrible money mindsets because they are the warriors that are going to change this generation and get us out of the, the turmoil that people would say the world is terrible and horrible. I think it's great and amazing, but there is terrible and horrible things that happen. They're the ones that we have to train and it all starts with our mindset. And number two, it starts in the household. It starts with two parents that understand how to think differently about money and they're not so scared that they're just saving up for retirement, saving up for college, and then hoping that they have enough when the end times come. Well, you know, one of the things that um, we are grappling with now is the number of millennials who are absolutely um, ridden with debt 
school debt, loans, school loans and debt. Do you have a chance to talk to some of them in terms about their money energy? Have you talked with millennials? Because I know they have a whole different mindset and I really have empathy for them and growing up and what they're going to be doing. You know, I really do. So I haven't had a huge chance. I've had a chance to talk to little kids, but not really that in-between stage. But I will say, the ones I have talked to, I will tell you there are many millennials out there that are starting to understand and grasp these concepts. It is a passion of mine to get the information. Like, one of the things that I've been looking into doing next is Mm -hmm. just going to high schools and doing the assemblies and just teaching. Because if they can just understand how to think differently, they really do grasp it very quickly. Just this week, my two little kids, they manifested $400, not a dime from me, just by themselves, because I'm teaching them what to do with money, how to how to earn money, but not I have to work a dollar to make a dollar. They're learning how do I manifest and create money at the same time. Mm-hmm. Are, are you sharing with them how to invest and spend and that sort of uh, aspect of it? Yeah, so my children are two and six, so they're still pretty little. <laughs> um, so uh, right. they're more right now. I'm just <laughs> hyping <and> them up. <laughs> um, not I'm just hyping. Let's go ahead. <laughs> they're not investing yet. How do how do you feel no. about uh, the transfer of money into savings into investments? Last week I had on the show uh, a person uh, who talked about. Uh, money and money savings and she also talked about and a little bit about this about money energy about savings and an emergency fund savings and an emergency and that really resonated a chord in many of my listeners because I don't think many people uh, think in terms of having savings and having an emergency fund because they're two separate uh, pots of money so I want your views on that one Absolutely. So I have an emergency fund and I have a savings account and I always tell people my emergency fund is something that I never ever touch, but I'm constantly putting stuff in it. So for example, my husband owns a a trucking business. In the last month, he had two semi trucks go down. That's that's pretty expensive. You know, that's about $20,000 worth of stuff that we have to fund. And so I always tell people, you, we sometimes get so worried about um, having fun, doing all these different things, and not having enough to save. But what I'm learning, going back to kind of the children aspect of things, too, is we go to the bank every week, we and we deposit, and here's what goes into your savings, here's what goes into your emergency fund. Because when you can start to train your mind, we're not looking for disasters, but we also, when a disaster hits, you want to be prepared. Because remember, it takes one medical bill to wipe you out if you don't have good insurance, which is hard to find these days anyways. And so I always tell people, I think an emergency fund is the best thing that you could ever do. I wanted to know, Nicole, the three top tips to overcoming negative money blocks. I would say my three top tips is start simple. Number one, surround yourself with people that have the money energy that you want. I think that when you get together with your friends or your family and everybody is just complaining about that bill that they're ungrateful for, that that the debt that they have, and they're just constantly bashing their own money energy, you're never going to grow. I am thankful for my expensive cell phone bill because I get a 
talk to my children when I'm not around. I am thankful for every bill that, that comes into place because it serves my life in some way. And so I would say surrounding yourself with really good people that have good money energy. Number two, do not live on a budget. Live on a spending plan. Ask yourself, well, what do I want to create this month? And I tell people, you're going to start because you're focusing on it. You're going to be able to start creating the money that you need because it's going to start to manifest towards you and opportunities will come. The reason that people don't shift is because they don't know how and new opportunities don't come. So start reshifting and focusing on the vision boards. I Start by putting just the amount of money that you want on your wall and look at it every single day. And so I don't know what number I'm on now because I go on little <laughs> I know what number I'm on. (laughs) I just get so passionate about it. And then I would say release about money every day. If you could empower and release about money every single day, I promise you that new job opportunity is going to come. That next uh, maybe business idea is going to come. And then the next step is making sure that you just are willing to take a step forth when the time arises, not when the time is right, not when you feel like you have enough money to make it work. When you start to focus on it, the universe will align exactly what you're supposed to do next, but you don't get the next 10 steps. You get the next first step. And when you take that first step, then you'll get the second step and then the third step. But I think people think that it all has to look perfect before they start to move forward. And that's where I always say taking that step into faith is crucial. Okay. We're going to take a quick back and we're going to be back. That was so informative. But I'm going to challenge you when we come back. Spending plan versus a budget because people will argue, I need a budget. Okay. So we're going to be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Okay, welcome back to my guest today, Nicole Henry. Nicole is the high-performance money energy expert, and as you can see, we're having quite a discussion. And she is a practitioner who's helped a number of women overcome their emotional and energetic attachments to money, business, and 
relationships. So she does a lot of personal coaching. She has online courses, and she does a lot of international speaking. Now, one of the things that uh, I wanted to share for those of you who are listening, this woman, because of what she believes in and how she has transformed her life, she became the owner of a of a six-figure business and also became the change in herself that she wanted to see in the world. So I just want to know her results have been so absolutely incredible that she's been able to help a single mom manifest a $5 million ranch. And she's helped business owners go from zero to $20,000 in one month and even help Nine to five women go from 7,000 in sales to 75,000 in sales. And the reason why I wanted to clarify that, because this lady knows what she's talking about. Okay, so one of the things, uh, as we went on break, uh, she said that people should not live on a budget. They should have a savings. They should do spending, savings, spending plan. So I said, I'm going to challenge you on that. Why not a budget? Because we've had many people that say, you must live on a budget and not a spending plan. So is there a difference, Nicole? So I always tell people there's a huge difference. Uh, Budgets are for people, regular people. And if we want to be extraordinary, we are not regular people. Because (laughs) regular, I'm just telling you, like we are all meant for so much more. And it helps regular people get things in order. And I will say money needs order. We were just talking about emergency plan. I have a percentage of things that go to different accounts. But my budget never, I never budget down to zero. Here's how much I have for the month, and I'm going to budget everything down to zero. You're literally training your brain to drain your energetic bank account versus here's everything I want. Maybe I want to go get a massage this month. Maybe I need to pay my house payment. Maybe I need all these different things. And you add it all up, and you start to train your brain to think bigger. What does that add up to? Maybe all that that you want adds up to $20,000 a month. So guess what? You put $20,000 a month on your wall. You start taking and thinking differently. And so you start Uh taking action steps that are $20,000 action steps versus, well, I don't have enough money. So I'm just going to keep settling and doing the same thing over and over. When we used to do a budget, we Uh paid off about half of our debt, I would say in two years, which is Uh awesome. But that's two years of my life that I can never get back versus when we finally stepped into it and we paid off all of our debt in three months because of our mindset, because we were thinking bigger, we were taking bigger action steps, and we were just doing things differently. I love it. So, spending plan versus a budget. So I like that. And I'm very glad that you clarified that so people can understand that you're changing your money energy into something that's much more effective and you're able to think differently. Is there anything you want to add to that? I want to make sure, Nicole, I got it out there so people have, they are really, really getting all these, this good information. I just want people to understand that I get that this information is so different, but I want you to think yes. about that if you, if you want different results, You have to do things differently. And so look at the the things that you've created in your life. Be so thankful for it. But also ask yourself, what am I doing to expand it? Because I get that you think that it's not possible right now, that maybe this stuff sounds woo-woo and and crazy, but I'm telling you, I've interviewed many, many multimillionaires, and this is the stuff that they are doing. This is the thing that they're doing 
to be different than everybody else. That's why, you know, 3% of the world is wealthy, you know, and it's not about money. And I will tell you that money is just money. It does, mm-hmm. It's just an emotion. And, and it's the emotion that you put on it. So if you're, you know, a lot of people will be like, well, I don't need money. I, I'm fine. I'm thankful for what I have. And I'm so grateful. But if you can't, if you can't create, if you can create more, why wouldn't you? That's more lives you get to change, more money you get to get to give to people, more Christmases I get to serve for little children, you know? And so I always think of the bigger picture. And so sometimes when I talk to them, so tough love, people will be like, well, yeah, but money is just not important. But it really is if you think about it on a really big scale. Now, where does your belief system come into this? Because really, I, I always say that the person making $10 million a year believes he's going to do that. It's all he can see. He knows how to do that. So it's a belief so system. Mm-hmm. Go okay. ahead. So your beliefs will create your thoughts, and your thoughts will create your actions, and your actions will create your results. If you, and if anything is off in that formula... Whether your results are off, you need to check in. Is it a thought or a belief? Maybe it's my actions. Maybe I'm not taking the right action steps. Maybe you, you have the results you want, but maybe your emotions are off. Maybe you, you don't feel successful, but you've hit success. Then may, I've worked with many people that are in, in the NFL, and they've hit success. And then what happens is they don't feel successful because I always tell people, no matter how much money you have, it's never going to change your money energy. You could have all the money in the world. And if you do not have good thoughts about money, you're going to have the same thoughts as if you only had $2,000 a month. That's right. (laughs) I love it. Nicole, I am so happy to have had you on the show today because this is definitely a new journey, a new thought. That many people today, I hope, are grasping the concept. So I, I just really want to thank you for being on the show today and sharing what I call your money mindset walk. And I just want you uh, to thank you for being sharing today and being so transparent because you've showed us that what you believe about money determines all the results that you're going to have in your life about money. A belief is just a thought, an action, and results. So, despite what you believe about money, listeners out there, you can change your money beliefs to be entirely different. Now, I'm going to give you a plug that I'd like to, if there's somebody that would like to get in touch with you, to talk more, Nicole, about changing their money mindset, where would they get a hold of you? And I'll give you an opportunity to share that. Awesome. I always tell people the best way to personally reach me is Facebook, Nicole Don Henry. Um, and I actually have a free money energy workbook and training on there that you can just have as my gift. Or you can go to NicoleDonHenry.com and that's my website. So those are the two easiest ways to get a hold of me. Well, you are one passionate woman, I'm (laughs) telling you, and I really enjoyed your presentation uh, on the stage, and that's why I had to have you here, because so many people have such deep-rooted beliefs about money, and I think this is one of the things that we need to really take a look at and change some of our belief systems. So I want to thank you so much for being again on the show. This is where, you guys, you can truly design your dream financial life and start the journey of being wealthy 
whatever that means to you. So again, Nicole, I want to thank you for being on the show today. You've been just absolutely wonderful. Okay, so thank you. This includes our show for today. We want you to stay tuned for next week because we have another guest that's going to be on the show today, Mr. James O'Connor, who is a musician. You'll want to hear this because we're starting out our month of entertainers. And so James O'Connor is a musician who absolutely sings and plays his way across the globe in transforming people's lives. So thank you guys and we love you and stay tuned for next week with Dr. Young, Transformation for Success. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an outstanding week.